Woohoo! Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show Radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. And we came in, woohoo, dancing. Yeah, 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 we did. We had a little bit of fun uh, going. <laughs> It was in in rhythm to the music. It was well played. You're like, oh yeah, feeling it, feeling it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I like it. That was your best one. Your best one. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I I do try. I want to bring it, right? Got to bring it. Got to bring it. We were course. talking a little bit about Fraser before the show, and so <laughs> I don't know. Some of that energy's drifting in. I can feel it. Might well, be a little bit of sassiness today. Everyone seems to think like I mean, radio has its vision for like broadcasting. Um, marketing and promotion and style and how it's seen and viewed on TV and programs. So Frasier was taking place in uh, the Seattle area. And our studio actually looks fairly similar to that with a separate booth that you can look through. And our guest today was like, I want to be in, you know, the Frasier episode was like, you know, how Roz was in the booth and like, you know, Dr. Crane across the counter. I'm like, that's exactly what we look like. And well, <laughs> as per where you are, Loretta, it's a little different nowadays, but you're obviously welcome to come back. But that's kind of what our uh, setup is usually looking like. Be careful what you ask for. I know, you might right. get it. Oh, you <laughs> it would know, be you're great. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. Yeah, for those listening, for those watching on YouTube, thank you so much for joining mm-hmm. us. Um, I have a great guest today. I'm going to have so much fun with her, Marianne DeMarco. I'll, I'll officially introduce her in just a moment. But um, I always have to check in with Benny, you know? I you just did. <laughs> I'm great. You're good, Benny. Yeah. Life's good. Yeah. So the, oh, go ahead. How's the Gemini energy? Of the twins doing uh, they're you. doing okay. You know, we're approaching the holiday week uh, and weekend here coming up for everyone. So they're excited to have an extra day. Um, yeah, I mean, warmer weather, uh, getting more outside, doing things. They're really still into their like Minecrafting stuff online with their little ah, buddies. So yeah. it's I've got to like you know yank them away a little bit from that because they're so you know they've been used to it for the last you know couple of years online and stuff like that. But you know, other than that, got to get out there and do some hiking. I think that's what our plan of attack <sighs> is for this weekend. Oh, I love hiking. So yeah. much good hiking around here. How tall are your boys now? Uh, you know, that's a good question. I should measure them uh, when I get home. Um, I guess if we do a body, like I'm six one, <laughs> so I'm already a little bit taller than average. Um, but they're getting there. They're not up to my shoulder yet. They're up to their mom's shoulder. So she's already kind of like, oh, man. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah, seeing I, that. I, I remember when my kids got taller than me, which happened when they were three, I think. And, right. um, <laughs> I'm short, three. right? And You're not I that always, short. No, I'm five, five, four and a half. That's mm, that's that's right. You're not ver- you're not vertically hat. challenged, is what some no, people say. No, 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 you're you're, you're no, far from not that, at so. all, not at all. But one thing I got to say for all of you that got that got tall children, uh, and and short ones, yeah. and whatever they are, <laughs> love them. But what I really loved is that I would try to yes, the heart, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I know. Oh, Yes, I sure do. I'm five <sighs> nine. How tall are your kids? Uh, my son is six one. See, almost wow. six two, really. Yeah. And yeah. uh, my daughter, she's probably about five seven. She actually is a little shorter than I am. I'm five nine, so I can still uh-huh. oh, yeah. down at her yeah. hey, all, hey, for hey, 20, yeah. all for twenty three years. I still have a little height. Nice. Well, what I loved is that I'd be trying to reach for something in the top shelf. My daughter just come along and go, "Oh, I'll just get that for you." <laughs> you know what? I know. A lot, I know it's kind of like, um, oh, what is it, like chivalry type of thing? But I enjoy it when people ask me when I'm at the, like the grocery store. 
And I've yeah. had this happen a number of times. I'm just walking down to my own business, and I love when people like get me on the shoulder, like, "Excuse me, can you reach, you know, the thing oh. at the very top?" I know, right? Yeah. And it's usually like an I item. Have, oh, I got more of this going on. I love that. Right? And I'm like, no problem. She's like, I'm so sorry. Or or here. And I'm like, it's yep. usually the item that's in the back of the middle yes. of the shelf. So you got to like kind of look first and I'll be more than happy to. But I like doing stuff like that. Okay. I've, I've reached I for many it. a cereal box. Yeah, I've right. For many a cereal box for people. <laughs> exactly. Let me help you I, yeah, <laughs> I love that. I just love it. It actually is the perfect energy to bring in mm -hmm. uh, at any time. You know, because we could do those little, as they say, random acts of kindness. Yes. And um, I don't know. I kind of sometimes think when we show up in the Almighty at the end of all this that they're going to say, "Hey, remember when you reached for that cereal box? Big gold star for you, yeah, right?" right? <laughs> Come on. So anyway, yeah, let's be kind to each other. Let's try to help each other out. That's and, right. Yeah, yeah. Wow, my heart is just big, right? So yes, love on each other. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> I'll try to get into the show. Um, I love just talking with people, obviously. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Okay. <laughs> my dad used to call me the mouth when I was a little girl. <laughs> That's how it is. Anyway, uh, I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last 27 years. How do you keep your business going so long, Loretta? I don't know. Apparently, I'm doing what I came to planet Earth to do, which is really to help all of you. And uh, you can find out more about me and all the crazy things I do. Actually, they're wonderful things. Everything from Reiki to channeling to hypnotherapy. I do a lot of behavior modification and just spiritual work. And you can find out about me at ReikiOasis.com. A big shout out to my Patreon, my patrons. I am a patron a listener supported show. And from my heart to yours, thank you so, so much because you helped me bring great get, uh, guests, <laughs> gifts. <laughs> that was a Freudian sleep, slip. <laughs> Apparently I can't talk to That wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> that Freudian sleep. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you hear me. Anyway, thank you for everybody. It's just really, really great. So we've got to check in with astrology. I just totally have to do it because my goodness, we're we're heading into the end of this eclipse season, which has been, I don't know, quite often we say the merry month of May, but I'm not quite sure what's happening. It's crazy. My clients have been all over the board and so have I been and so have I. So this past weekend, we moved out of the earth sign of Taurus into the air sign of Gemini. And as I mentioned last week, Mercury, the ruling planet of Gemini, is retrograde right now. So when that happens at the same time we move into a sign, sometimes it can feel a little bit sluggish, a little bit um it's not as heavy as Taurus was, but a lot of people have been saying they just they they they're just kind of in a weird space where Part of them starting to think about doing something and the other part just wants to sleep and lay around, right? Or they're, they've got too much clutter in their brains, too much thinking. So one thing I can say to you, if you feel like you need more space, space has to do with air and it has to do with breathing. You might, number one, <laughs> focus on breathing. It's always a good thing, right? Exhale, breathe. Uh, but might maybe it's time to declutter your mind and your home. And maybe it's time to expand your energy field and kind of push it back a little bit. Sometimes we get so stressed that we get all clumped in like this and then we're 
you know, how do I say this? Sometimes we're trying to shove everything out of our life when in reality, we just need to do some self-care and put up that boundary and make some space for ourselves. So um, just kind of be with yourself. I also want to say this, that the Gemini energy is really about bringing the higher mind and the lower mind together. And are your higher mind and your lower mind, your higher self and little self, are they getting along? Are they fighting? What's going on? So it is a really, really great time to do some work. And then I'm going to talk, I'm just jump right into this. There is fire in the sky right now and fire and air can be a forest fire. So <clears throat> what am I saying? On Tuesday, Mars entered its ruling sign of Aries, Mars, Aries, fire, war, battle, inspiration, passion. And so it's strengthening its energy and it's kickstarting a two-year period of courage and empowerment, two years. Currently, we have Jupiter, Venus, and Mars all in Aries, which sends strong fiery waves out to help motivate us maybe start a fire under your tail to finally do something right new beginnings embracing change finally making that decision to do that thing or step away from that thing is here mars and aries can help us shake off our fears and anxieties through movement and taking care of our bodies so when you think of aries as the ram the mountain climber right it really is a great time to get out outdoors stretch walk um, do some yoga, um, jump up and down, stand on your head, drink water, you know, do something, change your position. And remember, we have a mind, a body connection, right? Yeah. A word of caution regarding all those planets in Aries during Gemini can bring overheated conversations, short tempers at a personal and a global level. Don't believe everything you think is a great thing right mm -hmm. and it may mean arguments misunderstandings it could even be war it could be personal war verbal exchanges where you say something and then you're like oh i shouldn't have shouldn't have said that there it did right so you know count to three or something just kind of give yourself a little break also remember we have a lineup of planets in the moon in the sky that hasn't happened for about a thousand years something major is brewing the key word is courage have courage, no matter what happens, reach down in there, you can find it, reach up, get it. Mars and Aries happened 12 years ago. So what was happening in your life in April of 2010, and maybe around, um, I'm gonna say February of 2011 in your life? Take a moment and think about it. I had major changes happening in my life at that time. Uh, I am an Aries, I have a Capricorn moon, as Sagittarius rising for all your astrology buffs out there, you'll now you know too much about me. Um, <laughs> but I had major changes going on, which I'm expecting major changes again, right? So something is shifting, and I call it leveling up. Somebody <laughs> said to me not too long ago, Loretta, when your life is just a big mess, take courage because it means you're leveling up. I went, oh, I love that. Yeah, that'll work, won't it, Marianne? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I do want to say this, don't play with fire, take it seriously. Also Chiron, the wounded healer is in Aries right now, which is working on healing our primary wound, the wound of our self identity. Ooh, it's mm. about you. Yeah, who are you? What are you doing here, right? Mars uh, links the personal planets with the social planets and Chiron links the social planets with the outer planets. 
Ooh, so we are being asked to get back out there, be vulnerable, refine yourself, move ahead, stop hiding in the closet, don't isolate. Um, and if you need some help, please reach out for people, right? This is a time of great transition and, and people respond to it in different ways. Um, you will know you have a Mars problem if you talk about your thoughts, which is Mercury, your feelings, which is Venus, but you're not following up with any action. So Mars gives us the courage to act. And that alone makes me feel a little bit hopeful. We also have coming up in the next couple of days, Aldebaran, one of the luckiest stars at our night sky, one of the royal stars, this is big, is aligning with the sun. You might not have heard of this. In shamanic astrology, it's considered the silver gate. The silver gate. Hmm. It's a portal where souls are said to descend to Earth. Aldebaran also holds energy that can help transform our minds into higher states of consciousness and eventually enlightenment. Wow, there's that mind game again. It can heighten our mental capacity, our intelligence, our memory, and our ability to retain information. It brings us higher wisdom. Some people consider it to be one of the luckiest things. So utilize these energies to connect up and uh, see if you can step into yourself a little bit more. My guest in a moment is gonna really help you with that. And then I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the Gemini new moon on May 30, which is th Sunday, which brings an end to the eclipse season. Oh, wipe off your forehead. But the energy is not a light switch on the wall, right? As the eclipse portal closes, the energies will simmer and lighten. We may have passed through something, a portal, a transition, a time of change. Remember, it's just an entry point into a new world. There may be new, fresh energy. I always tell people, you know, whether you're believing in all this or not. Remember, I'm just talking about energetic influences like the weather we are greater than all of this. We always, always, always have free will choice. And we're always, always, always assisted from the higher realms that want to help us. And then whoop, we're going to jump into June. I'll tell you about that next week because June, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cliffhanger. That's a total cliffhanger. <laughs> cliffhanger. you got to come back, Marianne. Anyway, back. <laughs> I am so excited. I was to waiting on that. <laughs> yes. We say June is busting out all over or something like that. It is. Get ready. The first couple of weeks of June. And in June, I'll just give you a little cliffhanger tidbit so you'll come back and listen. Um, there's going to be an awful lot of, um, uh, what do I call this, energy where, you know, when somebody's not really quite telling you the truth and they're trying to kind of make you do this thing over there. Yeah. So your, your powers of discernment need to come online. And that's where I'm really glad that my guest, Marianne DeMarco, woohoo, on my show today. And um, we goosebumpled. I keep goosebumping, Marianne. I don't know what's going on, but we'll find out. Marianne DeMarco is an internationally recognized psychic medium, healer, spiritual teether, teacher, and author of <laughs> Spiritual Teaser. <laughs> I do not know. I think our guides have a sense of humor. They do, indeed. Ooh. And she is the author of a great book, Medium Mentor, 10 Powerful Techniques to Awaken Divine Guidance 
for yourself and others, as well as a wonderful book called Believe, Ask, Act. After learning to meditate at the age of five, Marianne began consciously developing her connection with spirit. In her new book, Marianne guides you to connect more deeply to your soul's innate abilities and employ them to enhance your everyday life and serve others. Her work has been featured in media outlets such as the New York Times, the Dr. Oz Show, Women's Health, L Red Book Today, and now she's on woohoo, the original Loretta Brown Show because that's how that goes. Ooh. And she offers validating and positive one-on-one -on -one sessions, powerful group readings, workshops, and individual mentorship for, get ready for it, developing psychics, which could be you listening. Marianne, I'm so grateful you came to my show today. Thank you. Oh, I'm honored to be here. I was hanging on your every word with the astrology. I'm like, yes, and what else? You <laughs> made, made a lot of sense to me. Yeah, I call it. Um, now I get it. Yeah, Loretta's astrology reports are very down to earth, right? Like <laughs> I love that. Yes. Make turn it into English for people because people are like, it's what? Oh. It's sextiled what? You spoke What's my cool? language. Good. Um, I'm so I would love for you to tell people a little bit about yourself. And I'm showing people on YouTube your beautiful book, Medium Mentor, right? Yes. I highly recommend this book. I, I think you all y'all just need to go get it right now. Um as a long time practicing psychic, I I'm not quite sure that covers what I am. You probably feel the same way. Yes. I love this book. Thank you. I, I do. I, I think it is so needed right here, right now, today, right, with yeah. everything that's happening on planet Earth. But I want to ask you, um, first of all, tell us a little bit about you. How did you step into psychic mediumship? Yeah. I, and yeah. Yes. I started developing uh, as a psychic from a, a very young age. My, I, I had the privilege of being with a mom who is a spiritualist. And at the time when I wanted to just be like everybody else, I grew up in a household that was not like that, where I was going to meditation classes with her and she was speaking to me about higher levels of consciousness and our ascended masters and, you know, accessing energy on the other side. So for me, it was very normal. I just thought that's what we do. We're supposed to speak with our loved ones and see them and experience them after they've transcended. And so I didn't think that this was unusual until I got a little older and I realized, oh, there's something to this. <laughs> and so I went through a lot of years knowing that I was uh, intuitive or I knew things and I certainly experienced my loved ones on the other side. But it wasn't until I got into uh, my 30s where I was really having uh, lots of life change, going through a divorce and experiencing grief and all of these things that I wound up in the hands of a teacher named Pat Longo. And uh, I thought she was a psychic medium. So I thought I was going to see her for a reading. So I was really excited. And she said, no, no, I help people develop their abilities. And I thought, oh, and out loud, very automatically, I now know this was my guide speaking through me. I said, I think I'm supposed to see you now. And I wound up in her class and in just a few weeks, uh, I understood how to read finally. I, I understood how to process all of this information of what I was experiencing through all the senses and give that over to others. Okay, so I absolutely love what you just said. Um, I have so many clients that come to me and they will say things like, oh gosh, you know, I, you know, I, this thing happened or I heard this thing or I did this thing. Do you think that's like, 
you, do you think that's some kind of psychic phenomena? Was that my grandma who passed in there? So what is that, right? So is everybody psychic? Yes. And is it important for us to develop, develop those abilities? And if so, why? Absolutely. I, I believe that everybody has intuitive psychic abilities. I believe that everybody can connect to their loved ones on the other side, a little different if you're a medium bringing in others, but we were all born with these abilities. We were taught to forget them. And it's one of the most greatest and most powerful tools, tools that our soul knows how to do. And to access that energy in a very intuitive, then instinctual way is life-changing. It's life-changing. And I think it's one of the biggest gifts that you can give yourself permission to experience. Okay. So if I, if I'm psychic, right, I'm going to be a, a listening, a listener for a moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if I'm wondering if I'm psychic and I'm kind of dabbling around in that or taking a look at that, um, how do I know if I am, what are some of the indicators of that? Spirit's very funny in that they've probably did, been displaying it to you your whole life. You sing a song before it comes on the radio. You know that somebody's going to call and then suddenly they call. You're thinking of somebody and then you run into them. The, uh, the idea of the, the knowing before things happen, I always say hindsight is a wonderful way to experience, know that you're, you have psychic abilities. I knew I shouldn't have done that. Oh, My gut yeah. told me what the outcome was going yeah. to be. These little nuances that we experience through our life our little crumbs from the universe saying, access that, continue to go in that flow. And when we start paying attention to that, we really can open ourselves up. It's not something that's outside of ourselves or wooey or, or different. It is really something that we all have within us. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking when you're talking that that is, like I said, what I run into often with people where they've had something go on. Like you said, I shouldn't have gone out with that guy. Uh, right you know uh, i shouldn't have taken that job uh, you know whatever yes. and and then they they repeat over and over again how they actually did know like there was something that happened and then they just say it over and over again i knew i knew that's right and when you can get into yeah. a practice of acknowledging that and then getting ahead of it you begin to trust it it becomes so evidentiary in your life you can't you can't get away from the fact that it's working in your favor and then you never go back you always recognize it and trust that instinct. And to me, it's part of just reawakening what we know to be true within ourselves. Yeah, I, I'm kind of uh, belaboring this point just a little bit, but I really want people to get this. Um, everybody is psychic. I, I believe we're hardwired for it. I believe it's in our brain and, and like you, um, well, unlike you, I was not raised in a house that openly received my woo-woo-ness, right? Like when I saw my dead great-grandmother in the back bedroom and asked why she couldn't come to dinner, it, I didn't understand that was really not okay. Yeah, yeah. We don't my talk mom was that. like, bring her in. I'll set a plate, you know? And it's so unusual, but I really didn't think it was weird. I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So for those of you out there that have had the lovely, uh, you know, being raised by people who kind of were already there, and for, for many of us that were we're kind of the one that's paying attention to it or something has happened. I just want to encourage people to develop their abilities. And um, I'm going to pop your book in here again, Medium Mentor, you know, get the book because you've got great exercises and things in there. But I also want to point something out. So if we discover <laughs> that we have intuitive psychic gifts, mm -hmm. 
are we meant to do what you and I do, which is do it at a professional level? How do we know if that's for us? I think for me, it was a calling to, and it was a flow. It was really, uh, it happened so naturally. I didn't reach for it. It was just something that kept uh, coming onto my plate. And I just kept saying, okay, that's fun. I'll do that. And I think what, what I found to be a relief through uh, working with so many students is this point at this point is that you can make this authentically look the way you want it to look, whatever feels like is your flow. So if you're looking to be of service in some way by using these abilities, go with what your soul knows. Don't make it look like somebody else's. Make it look yeah. like what feels like your guides are pulling you to that are they are uh, happy to reveal the answers of what that looks like. And we don't have to reach for it. We could just sit and receive and then say yes. And to me, that's one of the most freeing things I've learned uh, from doing this work and working with so many people, that there are countless ways that you can use these abilities. And it doesn't have to be in a formal psychic medium way. Yeah, I, I actually uh, can't imagine. I call it the magic of life, right? Mm. And also because I've got a, a team of, of spirit guides, which you do, you know, we all do, right? Sure, and our yeah. higher selves. Like, I, I can't really imagine going through life without them. Like, I mm. don't. I try to imagine that and I can't imagine that. It seems very uh, lonely. There yeah. are besties. Yeah. There are I always besties. say, I'm like, I'm like, they're my peeps. These are my peeps. I'm like, this is my team. I, I, I mean, we fist pump. I talk to them all the time. I'm very, uh, you know, I'm super casual with them because that's who I am. And so I've made it really a relationship that feels good to me. They know us better than anybody. So we might as well be ourselves with them. Yeah. And thank right. you for saying that, that they're your besties, because I'm the same way with my guides. And I quite often have people come to me and they're like, what do I do? Do I, oh, you know, huh? and I'm like, oh my God, you, you can tell them no, by the way, right. like, no, right. I'm not doing Set that. Your right. <laughs> Set your boundaries. I talk about boundaries in the book and we have a really straightforward relationship. So, and, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And it is incredibly comforting to know that they are there. Yeah. Yeah. Boundaries. Yeah, boundaries. There's an idea. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I would love for you to talk just a, a little bit about boundaries. Actually, boundaries are super important, especially I'm an empath, right? So yes. talk about, yeah, just talk about that for a little bit. I know you have something to say. <laughs> the accountability is on us to set our boundaries. You know, I always say you can be the CEO of your spirituality and your team is on the other side to help set that up. So go in with them, sit with them, meditate with them, write about it and tell them what you want to receive and what you don't want to receive. Tell them what you want to feel and what you don't want to feel to your empathic uh, point, you know, walking into a large crowded room, feeling all of that energy coming at you. I tell them you go in there first, clear the space, <laughs> balance this out, get, get in there. You know, I let them know. <laughs> Come on, we have work to do. I need to concentrate. So I, you know, I'm my sassy self with them. Exactly. And then I remember experiencing some pretty heavy things as a kid. <laughs> You're going to use that, aren't you, Loretta? Yes, I am. Yes, yes, that's right. Tell them, get in there. What is, you want me to go in that room? No. Mm -mm. I'm sorry, but I love what you're saying so much. It's making me cry, actually. <laughs> I, so uh, right. I um, was reading your book and as quite often happens, um, I wake up dreaming in the night. And of course, I woke up in the middle of the night and the room was crowded. I'm of like, course. no, yes. this is, no. <laughs> of course, right? tell them. Yeah. 3 a.m., that's a no. <laughs> Go away. But um, I had read through your um, exercise for um, 
you know, meeting with your guides and going into your temple and, yes, you know, making it real clear. And I realized that I've done that at some level, but not quite that clearly. Right. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I kind of was thinking about it when I went to bed and then I woke up in the middle of the night was having a very strong meeting. <laughs> did you not reground? You kept, you stayed in flight, didn't you? I did. That's yeah. what my problem is. <laughs> but I was laughing uh, when you said that I went, uh Oh, I've, I've gotten bossy. And I actually, a, a lot of people will come to me and they'll go, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, uh, mm. what do my guides and higher self tell me to do? And right. there's a there's a relationship here. Absolutely, right? yes. There's no I in team. I mean, this is this is definitely something here. Your guides already know what your boundaries are supposed to be. Yeah. They're helping you tap into your higher self. They want you to state them. So they're going to show you lots of things. They're going to have you experience lots of things. It's for it's up to us to go in and say, hey. I don't want to smell illness. I don't want to see death on people. That's, those were mine when it, going forward because I remember seeing it as, as a young child and I didn't want to experience that as a psychic medium. And I was like, that's a hard no for me. You know? And so I went in and I started working with them and learning to state your boundaries with spirit. I can promise you, you will state them with people who are right here in front of you as well because you don't want to compromise your energy in any way. And as psychic mediums, spiritualists, or just within your own practice, it's really important to have open hours and closed hours and, yes. you know, knowing when you're grounded. I mean, there's pushy spirit out there. If you're a psychic medium and you're listening, yeah. you know, they'll interrupt you in a restaurant. They, they want to, they want your attention. And it's just, it's just your guides showing you that there has to be boundaries because that's the way the energy works. And we have to know how uh, we ourselves can control that in some way for our own well-being. Thank you for that. I so like gold star that a thousand times. And the other thing I'm going to say, because it's a reciproc reciprocal thing for me, not only do I want my boundaries real clear and I get to set those boundaries, like you say, I get to say when I'm in a restaurant that candy shops closed or right. when I'm having dinner with friends, I'm not, I'm not on the job right now. Right. Oh you know? yes. I'm tapped. Yeah. I'm tapped is usually, you know, I've, I've, and I, and I had to learn how to say no. Yeah. Um, and that was really hard coming off being a people pleaser. I think I say in the book, people pleasers watch out because you do learn to start to say no a lot. And then when you realize how much that serves your energy, how much that has to be a replenishment given back to you, it's very clear uh, who in your environment respects that and who doesn't. And then you're able yes. to kind of be stronger in that voice in a kind of course way, you know, but, uh, but clear all the same. Yes. Yeah. Uh <laughs> My yes is big and, <laughs> and filled with lots of this, <laughs> but yes. Love all around for that yeah, one. Yeah, love all around, but mm -hmm. boundaries are so super important. And um, that, yeah, the people pleasing thing, it's like, it's okay to say no, it's okay to say no, I'm, I'm off the clock right now. And um, somebody said to me a while back, they said, nobody wants to be a Buddha 24 seven. That's right. right? You no know, one can be a Buddha 24 seven. No one should be a Buddha 24 seven. And if you are... Uh, and that goes for people who are not in this in this field as a profession too. You know, if you're using your spirituality, if you're the person who's always giving the advice or always doing the favors for everybody, and you need you need to say no. Uh, the idea of replenishing yourself first for anybody is most important. You know, we go back to that old, you know, who puts the the, the mask on yourself first before anybody else, and it's just true, and it's a valuable, valuable lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a little station break. This is Loretta Brown, my amazing guest today, Marianne DeMarco. Her book, 
medium mentor 10 powerful techniques to awaken divine guidance for yourself and others um just get it now you know where to get it just get it now and um in and read it it and get yourself you know start to develop those psychic abilities anyway we're talking about boundaries we're talking about good stuff we're going to talk more about it after the station break we'll be right back energy is powerful it's all around us mysterious full of potential Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Woohoo! Dance party. Anyway, welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show. And guess what? Woo-hoo! I'm the original Loretta Brown. Sorry, I love you all, Loretta Browns. Love you all, namesakes. Anyway, these shows are archived in the uh, 1150 KKNW 1150 archives for the original Loretta Brown show. They're also on iTunes, Podcast One, Spotify. We're all over the place. And you can download them and listening listen to them for free anytime you want. There's literally hundreds of shows. I've been on the air for a long time. And um, I recommend that you do it, especially if you love the show today with Marianne DeMarco. You can go back and listen to it over and over again. And especially if you forget the name of her book, Medium Mentor. I'll just let you see it again, right? So anyway, um, we were talking about boundaries. This is such a big deal. Um, it's such a big deal. Like I'm trying to figure out where to go from here. I think the next thing I want to talk about is ego mm. mm-hmm. because I find ego. that, yeah, pesky mm-hmm. ego. So could you just uh, talk about that? Cause it yeah, really gets in the way. It's so tricky. So tricky, the ego. And I really had to learn how to work with it. Uh, again, coming from a, a background of you're only as good as your last sale and, and people pleasing. And I had to realize that the ego can present itself in very different ways, not just the bravado. That's really not it. Have the confidence, uh, you know, be, be ambitious in life. That's really not what this is. The ego is going to tell you you're not worthy. The ego is going to tell you you're not good enough. The ego is going to mess with you and say imposter syndrome, imposter syndrome, right? And it, it's pesky. Yeah. What I learned is I don't fight the ego anymore. I let it present <laughs> itself and I use it as superpower. Now I look at the ego and I say, thank you for showing up. I surrender over to the fact that it's there. And then I start to give love and compassion in areas that's needed, whether it's for myself or for others. And I started to work with the ego in a different way. Uh, it's there. I can now analyze it, see it, why it's showing up and then work with it and learn from it. And you let go and you move on anyway, start reading people. um it is tricky i i think the ego is one of the um 
I don't know, boundaries are pretty big. Like, I don't know which one of these are, are, are the biggest, but ego, ego really, really gets in the way. And yeah, it either makes you think that you're the grand poobah because you had a psychic experience, you, right. you, know, you know it all, or mm-hmm. it, it, thinks, it makes you think you're just not, you can't do this. Like, who are you to do this? Mm-hmm. It's sort of the umbrella under fear. Uh, you know, fear and doubt go- fall under this. Uh, your boundaries can absolutely fall under being compromised under ego because if you compromise them because you want to please somebody, that's your ego getting in the way. If you compromise, oh, let me just do that one reading or let me just give that one message. I, I know I'm tired. I, I write about in the book. I, I spent a whole week knowing I shouldn't have had this reading at the end of the week. I, but, I, but I wanted to know she's been waiting and I need to give her the reading. And I, I spoke against my guides about it. And I thought, nope, I'm going to do it, going to do it. Sure enough, I did that reading. I couldn't get anything on her. It was worse reading that poor woman in Staten Island. If you're ever listening, I felt so bad at, you know, and, and it was, that's on me. Yeah. That's on me. And so yeah. again, nothing's wasted. We learn the lesson. We apply it for next time. We trust our guides even more. And we understand that we're not here to get around all of these feelings like doubt and fear and ego, but we're going to allow them to present themselves and use them as learning moments. And then it becomes powerful. Yeah. And then the ego's like, oh, she knows. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, and I also, um, I really believe, you know, once people, if they're, if they're called to do readings, you know, for other people that if you don't get anything, the best thing you can do is say, I'm not getting anything. That's right. That's right. Admit it. It's okay. It's okay. Don't make something up. No, no, that when you're reaching even, yes. And and for the psychics who are listening mediums, you know, when you find yourself reaching or trying to make it fit, uh, first of all, it just throws off your energy, you know, so you might as well not do that. And and I think it's really great to say, I'm just not receiving anything in this moment. And you can always ask your guides to shift it around and and maybe, you know, help you receive it in a different way and and play around with it because that's how you learn your skills and your abilities. But for the most part, just surrender to it. It's okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, I I had like five questions pop into my head just then. Um, Talk a little bit about competition, jealousy. Yeah. Because this is real. Yeah, it is real. You know, I was a naturally competitive person. I played sports and all that. You know, there's really no room for that. Um, and here in this in this arena. And what I found was a couple of things. When I started opening up that I understood there's room for all and that we are all working for the collective and for the light. And so these other people in this field become yeah. team members and I honor them. Oh, that was such a beautiful release of ego as well. Yeah. And then if it ever stirs up, you know, I immediately reach for, I'm so happy for them. I, and I And I will reach out, you know, and say, congratulations. That's wonderful because it's really just, it's just a lie that ego is really just messing with you. Of course, you're thrilled. What you're seeing is a reflection of what you yourself are capable of. That's why it feels like a yearning. What you're seeing is where spirit wants you to go, what you know in your soul to be true. So celebrate that and it will be revealed to you in your authentic way when yeah. you're ready in divine timing, of course. Uh, <laughs> to trust I, that um, divine timing. Yeah, I, I got to briefly share this. Um, when I was a little girl, I play the piano, right? Mm. When I was a little girl, I remember sitting uh, with my mother listening to someone playing the piano. And I remember, and I said to her, when we left, I said, I could play that better. And she said, well, then go do it. That's right. <laughs> and go do that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. my, my jealousy, my competition, whatever it was that activated in me was because I, I, there was some part of me that was like, I need to be up there. Right. That's right. So I did You're being get up shown. There. You're being shown. Yeah. And when you bring it back to self, 
and you realize, oh, okay, I get that. That's just a platform that I'm that I'm looking forward to. You can get back into the embrace the moment and embrace the now, and then you can start to hear your own guidance to get there and act on that. And I'm, I love that's great work. In your book, you you talk about also a, a kind of a technique about when you really are having this. I'm going to say this ego conflict with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Like somebody's mm -hmm. really got you going. Yeah. Um, something mm -hmm. that you can do to help move through that. Can you share that? You know, I ask, I ask my guides with all love and guidance and happiness that the space be cleared. Um, and then I make room for uh, other energy that maybe serves myself better and serves them better as well. And of course, we always want to do that with safety and love surrounding it. And it is miraculous how that will happen, um, that they go on their way and that maybe may they be well, may they be good, may love be around them and, and they find all their success that they're looking for in their own lives. And then I'm able to kind of clear space and get back to my own uh, without feeling uh, that triggering. And, and, and sometimes it's, it is truly just that the energy itself is just not for you too. It doesn't necessarily have to be a reflection of your own ego. It can be like, oh, I want to deal with this. And so you, you ask for that space to be cleared. Um, I love that because I think we spend a lot of time trying to make it okay with people or we're wrong. We're in the wrong or yes. something. Yes. That will be your ego. Yeah. Make it right. Fix it. Uh, you know, there it is, you know, like, you it must be you you know, what's wrong with you, you know, and then you, you sort of realize, no, 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 this just is an energy that serves me well. And it's best that I clear it. So then, and then when you do that, like I said, you open space for others. And that's really a beautiful thing. Um, that also leads me into the question about the senses, right? Mm -hmm. Using mm -hmm. the, the Claire's the and, and actually all your senses, but I'm all thinking that's actually an, intu an intuitive hit kind of, right? Absolutely. It's probably a claircognizance, I think at work the best, you know, your inner knowing, uh, when you're realizing something's not serving you and uh you know and and of course that if you're using all the senses if you tap into that and you're knowing oh this is my cognizance at work this is my inner knowing uh, then you can open up maybe you'll your clairvoyancy will get when you see a vision about it maybe you'll start to hear the guidance in your clairaudience uh we've been talking about you know getting all kinds of goosebumps and you can just feel those goosebumps of confirmation uh, please use all of the senses, all of your clairs when you're tapping in. And when one is accessed, uh, you know, maybe you'll get the gift of them layering more in so that you can get your guidance. Can you just say what the clairs are? Because so many people go think clairvoyance is yeah, psychic. Sure. Yeah. Clairvoyancy, the seeing, uh, clairaudience, the hearing, claircognizance, the knowing, clairgustance. Uh, smelling, clairaliance, or maybe it's vice versa, clairaliance, uh, tasting. I remember tasting things when I was reading people. I was like, what is this? I'm tasting cookies. This is fantastic. So that <laughs> they're sentience, you're getting those goosebumps. So yeah, a lot of people think, I, I often hear students say, well, I can't hear them. Well, can you see them? Can you feel them? I remember uh, before I did this work, a friend of mine had passed and I felt him behind me. So just standing there, I remember my mother saying, you know, if they ever get too close, you could just tell them back off. So I turned around and I said, dude, too close, back off. <laughs> like, I, I know you're there, you know, and then back off he did, you know, and, I, and then I could, I can hear his, you know, funny laugh in it all. And so, yeah, you want to use all of those and get to know your clairs, know that they will be layered in, your guides will happily give them to you. You just have to say yes, tell them that you're open to receiving them and they'll give them over to you. Yeah, and I also um, 
I love the fact that you do talk about getting your own training, like, you know, and, oh, absolutely. Um, I think you said her name was Pat. Um, Pat Longo. Yes. My yeah. beautiful teacher, patlongo.net. If you ever want to check her out, uh, you know, it is, um, I, I think when you're doing this work for others, the weight of the responsibility that comes along with that is something that you really have to take in and be aware of and taking classes and learning how to deliver message. I talk about with care, concern, and compassion, understanding how to translate uh, heavier images that don't come off as scary and you know knowing how to deliver that over in a proper way if you don't have a medical background maybe we shouldn't be diagnosing you know I talk about things that go on in the body and I always tell the person something that you already know is going on I'm not going to diagnose you know uh, I'll scan the body but that to me I've heard uh, unfortunately I've had many clients come to me where they've been scared or they got a heavy message. And, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think people realize how much yeah. people are, are, are weighing in, you know, they're waiting yeah. for you and they're uh, to receive these messages and, and they take it with them. So I, I think it's important to learn how to deliver a message. It's one of the uh, other reasons why I wrote this book is that, you know, the responsibility behind it. Yeah. And thank you. I, I gave you a compliment during the break, but I really need it the uh, medium mentor really everybody if you're out there and you're just trying to figure out am i psychic maybe this could work in my own life but if you're also thinking about stepping into professional because mm. my guides told me a few years ago that in the next seven years we're going to see more healers and readers oh, and we're all going online is the way i look at it like it's we're all waking now. up yes mm -hmm. and I, when i when i channeled prior to writing the book I didn't know if I was going to write another book uh, and I heard you, you have to wake them up. So, okay. <laughs> well, and, and also removing what I call the cobwebs or this old stereotypical idea of, of, you know, I got to wear a turban on my hat and yes. look, look the crystal ball, right? Like, yes. no, this is a, this is an everyday part of our life. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about um, that spirit speaks in your own voice? That was a life-changing moment. <laughs> well, I used to think it was a disembodied voice for many years. So all those teenage years, you know, when I was hearing pull over, there's going to be a car accident. I, I didn't, I wasn't making the connection. And then the car accident happened in front of me. I wasn't making the connection that the spirit was coming in that way. You know, I, I, I didn't know how to do that yet. And then I thought, well, spirit must sound like, hello, we are here. You know, I just had these... <laughs> I had these images. Those are Hollywood movies. Exactly. Oh. I was, as a teenager, you know, I thought that's what it was. So for years, I didn't really understand how to decipher the difference. And then I was told, you know, spirit comes in your own voice. And I thought, oh, gosh, that's it. That's what it is. And ever since then, I was able to hear that. It is that inner voice, uh, either tapping into your higher self or if it's a loved one from the other side uh, within their own words uh, coming to you. And, and so know that that inner conversation that you're having is with spirit, is with the higher self, and that it should sound like your own voice. I do find, however, as a medium too, you might take on personality, you know, you could sort of get, that's a little different for me, but uh, hearing spirit for yourself, uh, definitely coming in your own voice. Yeah, I, um, I have a whole lot of things, um, you know, reviewing all kinds of things in my head while you're talking, and I'm mm. like, yeah, really, it's very much that way, and um I think that gaining confidence, and please um, jump in here at any time, um, but gaining that confidence and also understanding that 
your guides are they're going to sort through what i call your inner files yeah you know like you open your book talking about pizza yes <laughs> that's a good one it it is i always say they they come in and they they are using your frame of reference and i use I, the same thing i love that it's the file cabinet i'm like they go into my files and they're just sort of picking picking out memories uh symbols signs and symbols that you can accrue over the years by doing this work and knowing how to translate it the imagery like a slideshow in the third eye storyline uh, sometimes i have no idea why they're showing me what they're showing me and i just yeah. say it for you know i don't know why i'm seeing i don't know bananas with chocolate on it or whatever you know yes. i'll just say whatever it is <laughs> and somehow the you know the sitter's like i know why you're saying that you know and i'll just kind of say it the filter and learning how to translate the information uh, and, and knowing that they're using your frame of reference in order to access all of that information is very important. And so uh, sharpening that tool is just like the best thing ever. And it's fun. I think it, I think it's great fun. It you is know, fun. Yeah. And it, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the keyword is courage, right? Mm -hmm. or, or don't be afraid to look silly. Just say what, just say. Just, just say it. I had, I did a reading once yeah. where this woman, I kept seeing marshmallows around her, I was channeling her grandmother. And I was early on in my practice and I kept saying, I don't really want to say a marshmallow. And I finally, I just said, okay, okay, marshmallow. And she said, oh, well, we, we call her marshmallow grandma. We, that was, so it meant those aha moments are so important. Uh, and so to hear it in your own voice and to use your frame of reference, everything that might feel personal to you is very important because it will make a lot of sense to the sitter. Yeah. 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 I love, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it is great. It's a, it's a great calling. Um, what are some of the common messages from the other side? Uh, aren't they comforting? We're okay. We've let go of worldly woes or we're not mad at you. A lot of people, that's a lot, that's a big one. A lot of people think they're carrying anger or these worldly things. No, um, if they didn't live, you know, the most savory of lives, know that they're being healed and schooled on that other side, that they're, the soul is relearning maybe what it forgot, what it needs to know again. They're safe. They're okay. These are the most comforting. They're with you. They see your life in its in vignettes and are able to comment on that, which I, I find my sitters are always fascinated by, like, how did they know? you know, such and such was going on. And to me, it's incredibly comforting. They're just beyond the veil and you have access to them anytime you want. So you can continue that relationship. I think one of the most comforting things I've seen is uh, relationships that were maybe hard on this earthly realm have continued to be healing and beautiful uh, in that heavenly to earthly realm. You know, you can continue that relationship and really change things and heal from that. And I think it's a beautiful gift from the other side that they give us. So what do you what what do you really want people to get from this book and what's on your heart that you want to share with everyone right now? What I want them to get from the book is that this is not out something outside of yourself. That this is something that if you choose, you can do for yourself in your own authentic way. You don't want to be walking around saying you're a psychic medium, but you want to know about your own intuitive abilities and how to navigate through your life that you have access to it through this book and if you're looking to come out as a psychic medium, intuitive, <laughs> or a healer, you want to come out of that spiritual closet, uh, that you can do this as well. And that this, I hope, is um, a starting point. And what's on my heart? It's a little heavy these days, I think, with things that are going on in the world. So yeah. I, would, I would probably just say that we're all intertwined. And what I felt called to say a lot, especially in the last few days, is that... Uh, 
we are all here for each other for a reason. And that if you feel called to be there for somebody else in whatever capacity that feels good to you, please act on that because it's really important. It'll, it'll help somebody heal and they'll help you heal too, I'm sure. Yeah. Thank you for that. I um I feel kind of been feeling the same way. Yeah. I, I posted something on my Facebook page, which was love is love is your superpower. Right? It sure is. Mm -hmm. And um I think this is the time of I don't know, sometimes in difficult times, I'm like, we need to open our hearts. We've done a lot of, of giggling and laughing, but there's a deepness and a richness to what we do. Yeah. And um, for everybody out there listening, oh my goodness, um, step into this. It will change your life. You know, you, you can find direction and you can find meaning to everything. Um, what about... Um, Oh man, I'm looking at the time. I wish we had more time. Ah! <laughs> I'll have to come back, Loretta. I'll oh have to my come goodness. Back. <laughs> that, that was ridiculous. Um, it, I want to talk about the importance of the guides. Yes. Um, just, yeah, I'll give you a minute to talk about that. <laughs> Access your guides. Uh, I often hear, I don't know if they're there. I don't know if they're there. They know that you are there. They believe in you. If you're not believing in them, please know that they are believing in you. And just start by having conversation with them. Get to know them. We all have them. Uh, and they're coming in and out of your life in various forms, by the way, um, based on what you need in life. So to me, your guides come in very symbolically. Uh, the vision of what they look like is symbolic, possibly from soul pack, yeah. past life. You know, they know you. And to get to know them, uh, I see them in all types of forms, all types of human form, you know, indigenous people, Native Americans, uh, shamanistic looking people, Egyptians, Grecians, Romans. For me, they're all symbolic. And yeah. if you get to know them and have that dialogue, because underneath that, they're all light, pure light. Um, yeah. But when you get to know them, do your automatic writings, do the exercises in the book, the temple meditation, and allow yourself access to them and have conversation. It's uh, a beautiful relationship that you can develop. And uh, they're in there. I, I like I've said in the beginning, just to circle back, they are my besties. They are uh, whenever I'm feeling whatever from joy to grief, I count on them to be there for me and to share yeah. in the experience for sure. For myself, I just want to add that um, we don't do this alone. That's right. And that to me is the greatest comfort. And yeah, we're the conduit. Yeah. Right, so there the ego yep. again, right? We, are, yep. I am sitting and I am just receiving, and uh, that is such a relief. So I trust them that they are coming through, connecting with somebody else's guides and loved ones in order for me to just be the messenger. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the most relaxing parts of my work. <laughs> Wonderful. So Marianne DeMarco, her book is Medium Mentor. 10 powerful techniques to awaken divine guidance for yourself and others. Where do they find you? Where do they find your book? and your final words of excellence. They can find me on uh, social media at Mary and the Medium, and they can find me, my all of my other information at maryandemarco.com. Books available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Indie Books, all those lovely things. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on my show. I'm gonna have to go and ground. I think I've just lay on the ground. I, I just yes. feel like our guides just giggled the whole time. They sure did. And we have to go hug a tree yeah. and I today. We're going to go get a good rooted. Yeah. <laughs> and so have a great work, everybody. Uh, lots of lots of love. Bye. Th bye for now.